0: to the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed.
1: Yes, we are back. We are back. It's so good to be back. Welcome to season two of the Danny and Larry show.
0: Yep, we're back and daft as ever.
1: We so this isn't locked down live and uncut, because we're no
0: longer locked down, are we, Larry? Well, just maybe held down by one foot a little bit.
1: Well, yes, yes. More about that later. So yes, it's so good to be back. This is season two of the Danny and Larry show. I think we're going to call this something along the lines of the new normal or life in the new normal. And it's mm. But it's still live and uncut. Yes, it's just you and me here yeah. in our East London flat. Saying what we think. Saying what we think and what we do. So a lot has happened since season one finished. And uh, I guess for, <laughs> those, and for those of you who are new here to this podcast, a very warm welcome. Yes, we just... Say it how it is. Um, f- and just a quick recap. We did have a daily podcast during lockdown, which we called Lockdown Live and Uncut. And similar to this particular podcast is we don't edit anything out, do we, Larry? No,
0: no, no. It was we, daily because there was a lot going on. And, and also, could barely yes. barely keep up with it at yeah, the time. Yeah,
1: so there was so much going on. That's why we'd done a daily one. and um, And we had a lot of fun producing that. So it's almost like gone out into the annals of history of that's what's (laughs) been happening throughout that time. And uh, it was good fun. And and I'm sure our listeners enjoyed it as well. We did have quite a regular hardcore listening group there. Mm. And uh, maybe people can, if you are new, go back and listen to the previous ones. And yes, some of our predictions were bang on and others were, well, yes, we can't explain every human yeah, we did
0: go through a little, it was a little patch, wasn't it? We there, had a, there, where a we good purple w- patch we were predicting everything, We were predicting right. things and the next day the government yes. would announce them.
1: Yes, yeah. and what, one of the things that we have predicted uh, really well is how sports would come back and they're all doing what we said. So yep. it was doable. Yep. Yep. Um. I think there's a few sports and we did do a special one-off for Dear London Marathon Organisers where... Certain events seem to be holding back or cancelling completely. Um, we don't uh, understand the real reason why we can second guess, which is they're cancelling the event because they can't they don't want to run the event in a different format. They want to keep it in the old way. Mm. And, and if the old way involves 40,000 people um, running around a city, um, that ain't gonna happen. Well, so let us
0: think for a moment which events are going ahead. Oh yes, I know. The ones where they've adapted to, to yes. social distancing. Yes. <laughs> and quarantine themselves. <laughs> quarantine, avoiding infection, in and, quarantine yeah. avoiding infection yeah. and all of that. Yeah. Like the in the cricket, the uh the uh, teams are in a hotel. Yeah, and, and the players are at least a meter apart from each other. Yeah, yeah which wouldn't always be the case. I think the wicketkeeper would normally be closer than a metre. Yeah. But, but it's a small adjustment. And they it made it. It's, it's the same for both small, sides. It's
1: small. I mean, the soccer, soccer football did come down while we were doing lockdown live and uncut because it came back to Germany first and uh, the Germans, you know, ahead of the game, <laughs> pun intended. And uh, we're playing the games and now the premiership here in uh, the UK is back. Um, They don't keep their social distance, but they're all quarantined together. I think they're all being tested, like we said. In I'm sure we talked about that. Yes, exactly, exactly. Tennis is is back. Um, You know, all these sports are back, and it's uh, and as the digs we used to have to the sports presenters during lockdown, who had nothing to talk about, literally. Nothing apart from saying, oh, mm. so-and-so event has been cancelled. I mean,
0: that was
1: the daily sports news, wasn't it, during lockdown? Yeah, oh, maybe these Wimbledon's guys, cancelled, Wimbledon's
0: yeah. cancelled. Perhaps it more useful for these uh, uh, journalists to have gone off and helped uh, sports to uh, reorganise the way they run their sports, so to get the things back on their feet, instead of sitting there telling, uh, telling us why it couldn't go ahead or why it could go ahead and generally burbling on about nothing. Go and do something useful, well, we could get on our soapboxes
1: here, couldn't we, Larry? About uh, journo's in particular. Never mind sports. I mean journos. Some of them actually
0: do know about sport, and they could have helped. They could have helped, but, but they've they don't not. Want
1: to. They've not, have they? They'd no. rather
0: things didn't work. In some cases, I think, so that they've got something to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: the point I was going to say is the sports presenter tonight, uh, s- Sunday, um, the twelfth of uh, July, is she had a lot to talk about. She had t- the football, the cricket. Tennis, Formula One. And that's another thing. Formula One is back. yeah. So come on, guys. Wake up, everybody. Things is now the new normal. So things have changed. Things have adapted. But we've got a series of topics to go through. Which... um, Larry has uh, listed They're through my
0: topics today, but of course Danny can chip in. I'll be
1: uh, chipping in now and again. My I first
0: think we chip. We can rely on that based yeah. on past performance. Yes,
1: I know. My, but my first <laughs> chip, just to and we can summarise on this one as well. So something for you guys to think about. My question of the day to you all is: uh, yesterday, um, for those who've been listening, will know that uh, I bought a. Did I buy the new bike after the podcast or before? I can't remember.
0: Oh, no. You bought the bike after the podcast Ah, finished. Ah, yes, guys. So, uh, season two, yes. You definitely would have have talked about it. I I have (laughs) a new bike.
1: (laughs) So, I eBayed a whole shed load of stuff. I won't go into my uh, personal financial predicament. Um, But uh, I eBayed a shed load of gear that uh, I decided that I wasn't really using that much and uh, Mm. to get something useful. And I've bought myself a lovely spanking, brand spanking new bicycle, which apparently millions of people around the world are all buying bikes for some reason. So Mm. it was quite difficult to get hold of this. But I got hold of one. And yesterday, I took it for its first service from being new. So I'm sitting outside and I got there early before the store had opened um, because I wanted my to be the the first one to be serviced. And I'm sitting outside and... uh, Sitting on a bench, and next to the bike store was a coffee shop, and there was on that I was looking across, and there was two other coffee shops on my side. I won't mention the brands, um, just so that uh, I'm not biased. But what I observed was, I, I you know, my question is, that is, is anyone listening can explain what's going on here, the psychology of why these people are doing it? Maybe you're one of these people who do this as well. So I'm just sitting there minding my own business and car after car after car would pull up. They would get out of their car, go into the coffee shop, come out with a carton or two cartons, however many of coffee, get back in the car and drive off. So no doubt they've come from their home and this is about eight thirty, eight in the morning, 7.30, qu- wow. 8 in the that morning. So it's early morning. It's a Saturday morning as well. So it's not a normal work day, and there was a constant procession of people going into these coffee shops, coming out of a coffee and then driving off. Some of the people had their slippers on. I don't know whether slippers translates to other countries, but here in the UK, it's uh, footwear that you use in the home, not for going out shopping or uh, buying coffee. So we won't,
0: we won't mention the county will we? we no, no, county, no. No, because it will n- stereotype it unfairly. No. It's, it's not even it, this it's happens the people. everywhere. It's this the happens people, everywhere,
1: Larry. Yeah. This happens everywhere. So I observed this and I, and it just stuck in my head. And uh why why do people do this? What what's the need? Can they can they not make a, a cup of coffee at home? Can they not get a bit of, you know, and I was going to mention a brand then, like Nescafe. You know, what's wrong with a bit of instant coffee, first thing in the morning? If you need a coffee fix, do that. Or some good quality filter coffee? One is it's cheaper, and two, it's easier. Or is there some psychology, or is this because of lockdown? Is this something that only happens because we've been in lockdown for three months? But I believe people have been doing this, like, forever, ever since coffee shops have
0: grown. And um, I... I can tell you something for nothing. Coffee Shop Coffee doesn't taste better than coffee you make at home. Because somebody else made it. It'll only taste better if it's better coffee. So don't don't kid yourselves.
1: Well, it's a bit like... I do like my fry-ups. And going to the local cafe, which I have done since we've now been unlocked, it does taste good. But whilst we were locked down, I know that, uh, Larry, you're a dab hand at making some fry-ups. And they tasted just as good, if not better. So oh yeah, well hopefully. So some people say, good, "Oh, yeah. if going to a restaurant, it tastes better." No. Well, get
0: better at making it. Only if they got better ingredients, and uh, yeah, and you can you could buy the best coffee. Yeah. You can buy yeah. a brilliant coffee yeah. online now, and it be, it'll be better than what you get in. Yeah. In. Um, well-known coffee outlets.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, my question today is why do people do this? What's what's the need to do? Especially on a Saturday morning, like 7.30 in the morning, 8 in the morning, um, I think I sat inside the coffee shop. This is one, I I won't mention the brand. We're allowed to sit in there. All, all the seats are socially distanced. Mm. But then there's only like me and three or four other people in the whole of the outlet. So yeah. it's not as if we were close to each other. No. But, uh, and that's I mean where I... I Observed more people coming in and out, in the and out
0: be with vari- their cars. Uh, of course, there'll be a variety of reasons, but I have a horrible suspicion that a good number of them uh, are simply getting out of the habit of preparing food for themselves in any way. Hmm. They're making, they're buying ready meals or they're getting Uber Eats and they're getting coffee from a coffee shop, not making coffee themselves. Um, and Is it's that how they cope throughout the it's whole it's three it's month lockdown? It's a unless you're really well off, it's a horribly expensive way to live. Mm.
1: Mm. But uh, yes, yes. So that was was my little bit. and Maybe we'll we'll come back on the the summary as well. But in terms of the first topic, Larry, and by the way, some of these topics might sound a bit morbid or whatever, but there is some rhyme and reason in there. There's
0: positivity in all of them, really. Yes. You just have to look for it a little bit carefully.
1: We like to keep it positive on here, but not false positive, as you find from various social flatulences. On Instagram and all that. Real positivity. This is real, genuine
0: stuff. Not made up. It's as is. So, let's start with funerals.
1: (laughs) Now, um, I can laugh a bit now because, you know, obviously, time's a great healer.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Time's a great healer. And um, I, uh, yeah, I went to a funeral um, last week, beginning of last week, of my dearly departed father-in-law, who... I was a great fan of actually, um, but it was a good little send off and I just wanted to send a little reassuring message to people who either have been bereaved or think they might be, you know, a lot of us have got poorly relatives, mm-hmm. um, or if you're suddenly bereaved and not unexpectedly, that the funerals now, um, they've really got their act together. I know things were quite dreadful in some areas for a few weeks after lockdown where we had terrible situations where only one or two mourners were allowed in mm. in the ceremony yeah um and we, with the uh, celebrant or or celebrant the the, uh, the,
1: the minister or pastor yeah, the or the person there, yeah. presiding yeah
0: yeah wearing full ppe and all that kind of nonsense mm. that's all stopped now so the funeral i went to there was uh, there were 16 um in the fa- you know family and friends Plus, plus the vicar mm-hmm. so 17 of us in there which it was obviously only half full but it felt fine and respectable and 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 you know uh, uh, you know it, it didn't feel awkward in any way yeah. It, yeah it was fine and we couldn't sing but they have a they had a very good sound system and they played the hymns that father-in-law wanted through a good quality sound system uh with you know a, obviously good recordings by a, a choir that knew what they were doing yeah, yeah so we had the enjoyment of listening to those hymns that we enjoying you know knowing we listened to the hymns that he wanted mm. and mm. sung really well so yes we couldn't sing it which is a shame but you know they did their best
1: yeah the thing about couldn't sing just to clarify it's yeah. not that you can't sing it's you're not permitted to sing which is the current regulations because right. of the singing apparently transports the molecules cuz covid is an airborne virus yeah. so apparently by singing in close proximity yeah. of people it passes a particle so we were that's the only rule regulation yeah we w- so we i'm sure you could all sing if you wanted to but it well, we were not allowed to weren't permitted we to weren't sing
0: allowed to and um, there wasn't any question you know there wasn't yeah. any no, no. there was no question of shall we bend the rules it was that there was, wasn't that anyone was the going to be revolting no. um and Although it it wasn't dead quiet, you know we had sixteen people. They did sort of discreetly guide us in our bubbles to different parts of the chapel.
1: Yeah, this is family bubbles
0: now. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. So bubbles kept away from other bubbles. Bubbles, yep. you know. So it was commensurate. It, I felt I'm a risk conscious person, and I thought they'd done a good job of of making it as close as it possibly could. Uh, by keeping the risk uh, acceptable level, so I just want to reassure people that, well, I can't speak for other jurisdictions, but at least in Truro, in Cornwall, um, they're all across it. They're yep. doing a good job. Yep. Excellent. Uh, and uh, an associated thing with that, which this isn't, uh, it's hard to find. It. Well, it's sort of positive. In, the, in, it's a bit of advice for you. It's, isn't it? There's nothing fun about this. Uh, I, I noticed. Um, I suppose I'm getting older and more sensitive. <laughs> And perhaps more feeling more responsible yep. for how people feel uh in bereavement, um and, and, and looking to look after my friends and family around me. Um and one thing I noticed more this time, um, was that people were people were behaving very, very differently to how they normally do. So meek people becoming very aggressive, aggressive people becoming very meek. Um and that may change several times during the course of the day. So, if you find yourself in a bereavement situation where perhaps you're not the most directly affected, you, you're grieving, but you're not, you know, you're not the close family yeah. or very close friend, um, just bear with the people who are close because they're going through a very tough time, and they, if they behave strangely, it'll pass. Yeah, and it'll probably pass very quickly. Just wanted to make that. A point so you people aren't too surprised by seeing that. Upbeat note. Oh
1: just to clarify um, your, your, your father in law didn't die from COVID nineteen. No,
0: no, no, that's coincidental. Yeah. The the only uh yeah the only relevancy is the fact that the all the proceedings that were held under COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah so there's little details to watch out for and and try not to get upset by not being able to do things that you would like to have done, it's the same for everybody. So hmm. um, I thought it was a little bit strange that my mother-in-law hadn't arranged a car in addition to the hearse, but it turns out that you can't have a car in addition to the hearse. In other words, you can't... Th- th- for this funeral director, they didn't have the social distancing within the limousine between the driver and the passengers. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't that she didn't want one. It's She couldn't have one. Right. So... Bear with it. Make sure you get all the facts before you start pronouncing anything. Why didn't you get this organised? Well, we can't have one. Just just gently pry information out. Don't don't make a stance on anything. Goodness sake. Go on, sorry. You can do the positive. Positive thing. I want to give a thumbs up to the UK youth. Uh, I think they've got a lot of bad publicity recently under lockdown. Most of the... Transgressions of the of of, of, of the yeah Soho, guidelines. Soho
1: S- Super Saturday, yeah. I think the
0: media yes. called it. It's been young people, of course, it has.
1: Yeah, they're f- a yeah.
0: hundred times more likely to break the rules than older people. Yeah, but it's a very much a minority of young people doing this. Mm. Um, and I think on the whole, the UK youth can hold their heads up for the way they've behaved in the last three months, uh, especially in comparison to the appalling behaviour of large numbers of people in some US states. Of all ages. Of all ages, Mm. notably in states which are strong, right-wing, freedom-living, gun-toting people Mm. uh, who are uh, completely wrong when they think it's uh, a freedom uh, to uh, put themselves and other people in, in direct danger by willfully putting themselves in proximity sometimes with people who don't want to be proximate to them yeah. it's absolutely yeah. disgusting and appalling and i haven't seen anything like that from the uk youth so yeah. have to say i i feel i've been a bit harsh in my mind about uk youth mm-hmm. now my eyes have been opened to how stupid and selfish and dangerous people can be yeah and i think on yeah. the whole our youth are doing a good job
1: it's not just the US. We have seen other countries as well, haven't we, where we're sort of... T- we won't mention okay, the l- there's l- been many other you countries you where... Well, there's a long list. <laughs> we could do a long list, can we? But it's sort of like out there, so maybe yeah. there's some but cultural this thing, but this but f- freedom or I rights I and all that. Yeah, is, I did yeah.
0: think about this, and I've, p- I've s- picked on those states in particular because they're part of the Union uh, which considers itself to be the most advanced country, the and best the best country in the world they f- they consider themselves mm. premiership a premiership country if not the best country in the world well in terms and of they're uh, clearly cle- not from well the way they're behaving right now in
1: terms of covid cases they are top of the league aren't they oh yeah so they are the best. Yes. Anyway, I, d- I didn't want to dwell
0: on on, on criticizing America because mm-hmm. yes, uh, we we know we've had there have been terrible problems in Serbia as well. Yeah. To pick one another one at random. Yeah. yeah. And other countries which are perhaps more understandable because of the the level of lack of education, mm-hmm. like India, China to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's not just the states. Okay. Um. But thumbs up to the Brit- British youth, uh, uh, and Northern Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> um the atmosphere of fear this is this is again it's not a, it's difficult to be positive about this but i think it's an important message to get across is that when you're out and about and it's a lovely sunny day and you're feeling like you know despite everything life is great be aware that other people may not be feeling the same mm. and uh, a a a a a very trivial encounter might might blow up into something quite nasty because there there's frightened people out there
1: Oh, I, I see every day, Larry, yeah. every day, whether I'm out on a walk, run, bike, yeah. I see frightened people yeah. every day.
0: A little bit confusing as to why they're out. I mean, if they're really frightened, why don't they just stay at home all the time and get stuff delivered well, to the house and run on the spot if they want exercise? I think
1: things were going on which I which... <laughs> I would discuss, because we had the daily podcast, that things would be happening almost every day where, you know, it, it would get to the point where you think, if, if you're that fearful and paranoid of me walking past you, whilst I'm at distance, I'm not walking past them and coughing into their face or anything like that. No. I'm at distance, but they still, on top of the distance, they have to turn their back and put their hands up against the wall and face yeah. the wall you sort of wonder well, what look, have you read it's, it's perverse what advice it have you mistaken and well, and well never mind that but that's what's been Danny, going on the
0: misinformation what, what why what well, n- let's not turn this why into put a, themselves a, an through an attack on the media because yeah. we could do no. a, well, if you want to do that we'll do a whole i think we should do a whole other podcast on that oh wh- yeah. where where they but get but any information is the they're just getting scared but the the thing that i find perverse if we if we concentrate on the individuals here is that they put themselves in a situation so yeah. why not? What why not go out for a walk where you know you're gonna have lots of room around you, mm. yeah. So you're not gonna have any bottlenecks, yeah. or you're gonna be walking down roads where you can easily cross the road to be on the other side of the road from someone coming yeah. the other way. Yeah. But bizarrely, and I, I I know I go for I well I walk with you sometimes. Yeah. We walk together, mm-hmm. um, and other times I go on my own. I very s- I know exactly where you're talking about. Where there's a gravel, a particular gravel path goes next to a river. And it's only about four feet wide, and it's getting narrower as it gets overgrown. Mm. And these frightened people will insist on going down that path. I find it absolutely mystifying when the monster Flats is enormous, and there's parts of monster Flats we could parade miles. around all day long, 50 yeah. feet from everyone else yeah. we wanted to. Yeah, yeah,
1: there's, it's <laughs> miles and miles, so... um very strange. This, this fear, I mean, there are things now which are coming out, and, and we'll discuss this on the ne- next week's uh, one as well. Is to do with people's fear of going back to work, some people's stress yep. levels, and they've yep. gone back to work and they're having to take pills because they're so stressed and anxious. Um, You sort of wonder, you know, this is the type, you know, we talk about mental health matters a lot, and I think a lot of it is just lip service. They're they're not there actually giving real help to people um, because there's a lot of people who do need some actual help but it doesn't seem to be coming forward. Yeah. I mean, I
0: I hear the same things and I listen to the radio and it strikes me that this is probably a gross generalisation but the type of people that express these fears tend to be, shall we say, for example, people working in the... Administration parts of a hospital, not frontline, or working for a university or for a school. Um, it seems to be a certain type that, mm. that perhaps not that they're perhaps not the only people getting frightened, but they seem to be the ones to be very vocal about how frightened they are.
1: Yeah, I think we need to be careful, as you say. It's a g- it it's a gross generalisation. Think other people are st- stiff off a lip and yeah. they're getting on with it, I you think know? The despite vocal being frightened. The vocal bit you mentioned about it might be just a vociferous minority that uh, yeah. are shouting out. I, I think out. the
0: entitled uh, uh, types get attracted to certain types of work. Yeah, yeah. And well, it's not coal th- mining, is th- it? No, <laughs> um, <laughs> or uh, yeah, th-
1: there is that. I mean, the, the other thing also is we did see a lot of um, mm. certain sectors where they during the lockdown, whilst p- things were locking down, they were refusing to go into work because mm. they saw it as a way of getting paid to do nothing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, so although those will...
0: That that will go away, because the yeah. furlough ends... Um, yeah, I was just about to say, a lot of, of them will have
1: no jobs. Um, yeah. So, yeah, good luck to them. So
0: well, they should still be happy, though, because they won't have to do any work, will they? Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's just they want the that's money. The, that's the main thing, you know. Yeah, they
1: want the money. It seems to be not working as their money main for goal. No- well, nothing, money <laughs> for nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that was really all my um, topics for today. Um, was it? Uh, well, we have... Uh,
1: Wow, you flew through them, we Larry. D- you flew, I did, I did. flew, we, I mean, flew through flew them.
0: Uh, I could talk more about people's fear and anxiety, but I didn't want to to be too uh, downbeat on our first.
1: No, no. I mean, o- on the reboot, the the, the the thing that we talked about. Obviously, you mentioned bubbles, and uh, again, depending on where you are in the world, I don't know how it's termed. But uh, what we have here in the UK is during the unlocking of the lockdown, if that's the right word, or. As it's easing, isn't it? Easing of lockdown. Yeah, still is still a bit um, They allow, because it, it used to be you could only mix with your own household. And mm. now you can create a bubble with another household. Is that yeah. right? Or two yeah. bubbles. Yeah. Um, so that way you're opening out your social network in terms of who you're in physical contact with. So grandparents can hug their grandchildren, that, that type of thing. I think that's what the Welsh minister's headline was. At the time, uh, I won't attempt to do it in a Welsh accent because I don't want to I- offend the millions of Welsh people that listening. Everybody but, uh, in general probably. Uh, not just the Welsh. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> all I can say is, and I love you all, yes. But uh, yes, and velin Vol beer. Very nice, yeah, over in Llanelli. But uh, there you go, tidy. Um, so yeah, th- the bubble was one thing that's come in and uh and it's interesting that i've now been traveling like today i was traveling on the the public uh public what do you call it public transport that's were on the docklands light
0: railway yeah
1: docklands light railway but there was a scenario and uh and again you know during the easing so we were permitted to go on the transportation and i remember the first time i got on the london underground train And I was the only one on the train. It was just me and the driver. I got on it. And uh, the new laws now is you have to wear a facial mask. At the time, there wasn't that uh, regulation. Um, But then there was nobody on the train. So I could social distance. And uh, I think I was on a train. So I got on a central line first. And I took a picture of the train and sent it to uh, uh, my kids and some friends, family, and said, just look at this. And uh, so a lot of people commented back, says, I've never seen a train so clean. So they're all being deep cleaned. You could almost eat off the floor of this London Underground train. It was that yeah. spotless. It looked strangely
0: shiny. It was
1: very shiny. <laughs> and uh, But the thing that shocked me is I then got onto a, um, what's that green line? The green line. District. District line. I got on a district line. I was going to Wimbledon and I kid you not, uh, it's the district line trains now. You can walk all the way through it's a straight train yeah. and uh, whereas the uh, central line it's by carriages and the, there's a door that stops so you have to get out and go around if you wanted to go mm. walk through but the um, that particular line I meant the district line walk all the way through and there was nobody it was bizarre and I t- again I took pictures like moments in history um, what was interesting is as soon as I got off the train and I stepped out of Wimbledon station it was like it was very busy, should we say? Yeah, I use the phrase Piccadilly Circus. I think they're becoming hypersensitive um, to
0: any any amount of crowding now.
1: So there was an awful lot of people, and yeah. it was it was quite incredible. Where you could get takeaways, but people were still sitting in <laughs> the building. So they'd get their takeaway, and then they'd go and sit inside. Um, the the owners just, uh, just carry on, you know. Cause I think they were just happy f- to sell stuff. Hmm. Um, it just seemed like a bit of chalk and cheese and uh and I've seen scenes where um, not far from here, where there'd be a bus would turn up, and uh it it was like it was like back in the good old days, you know, there was about thirty people all pushing to get on the
0: bus it is, is curious there was
1: no again no distancing, no nothing, and it was like a bun fight, and I took a picture of this. And some guy took exception to me taking the picture. I was at a distance and I just zoomed in. So I was well away from the bus. You know, I was a a good um, 20 meters away from the bus. But some guy comes running to shouting at me. And I just carried on walking. You know, he obviously uh, didn't want to be seen in the picture. Shouldn't have been there probably. Acting like a crazy uh, bunch of, I, I just found it insane. And those who were keeping their distance were just in shock but it almost seemed that that was the only way you were going to get on a bus because the buses' numbers were limited because of having to distance in the bus. So clearly these people didn't want to wait for the next bus, so they're all pushing and shoving to get on it.
0: That's a funeral, isn't it? Crazy. eh? It is a strange... We do have a strange effect now in London because I I was wondering what central London's like because I haven't been in for a while. Yeah. But I was listening to a radio journalist, I can't remember her name, and she said, Yes, it was two days ago. It still feels like 28 days later right smack in the centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nobody about.
1: No, I've been through the centre. And
0: yeah, and um, we, so we have this peculiar donut effect now, a uh, ring yeah. donut, where the centre has, has been persistently quiet. Yes. Um, and we seem to have this sort of social activity in a ring around In London. the suburbs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the yeah.
1: suburbs is completely different. I mean, now I'm out on my bike, I've noticed... You know, around through the suburbs, that I have to cycle through. Um, I have to cycle through very you cautiously. Have to
0: cycle f- quite far out, don't you, when you yes. go off your rides to yeah. get away from yeah. Whereas during people, lockdown, when there is
1: nobody on the roads. Well,
0: maybe I'm just thinking, thinking aloud. Maybe the way to get a nice, quiet ride is to go into the centre and cycle around the centre.
1: Oh no, because apparently it's full of commuters on bikes. And well, they're they're the craziest. Type. They're the craziest. Well there's no Sunday morning. Th- there's people something. on their Boris bikes or whatever. Mm. But no, traffic lights, unfortunately, uh Larry. Uh, you know, too many traffic lights. For cyclists. Come on, now you've got to stop at a red light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah. But no, there was there was awful amount of traffic. So when I was in the centre the other week, so when I was going through mm. um on that district line, I, I did I was around St. Paul's, had a walk along the uh, Thames. And uh, there was literally nobody around. Mm. But the challenge for me, obviously, of, uh, you know, in my ages, is my uh, bladder isn't as uh, good. So, trying to find a toilet in central London, as yeah, that's was a tricky one. Near on, uh, uh, well, it was impossible because everything's shut. Mm. Um, there was a few kiosks takeaways open, but there were takeaways like mobile units, so they didn't have any toilets. So um, it was just a case of run into the uh, train stations and some of them were open yeah. and some yeah. of them weren't so but i was quickly working out where and to get free to the toilets. Course. yeah they're yeah, free as top well tip average
0: to everyone listening if you need to get to a free toilet in central london head for a train station
1: yeah yeah mainline train station because a yeah. lot of the undergrounds the yeah. don't have them oh yeah some yeah, of the undergrounds yeah. do but not not all but uh yeah. yes so that was one of my uh dilemmas of uh, going through but it was quiet, and I think it still is quiet. So I'm yeah. guessing, you know, having seen a bit of, I'm slowly working through my I guess spooks.
0: I don't. I haven't. So, I say, I'm. I'm going to try it. Uh, I think I'll try it because um, I'm just again thinking aloud. The if there's no pedestrians, nobody's pressing the buttons for the pedestrian crossings. So the only lights you'll have to contend with will be the normal traffic lights of junctions. Yes. So yeah. it will be easier cycling around central London. Hmm. So I'm uh, oh, yeah. certainly going to ease, go and give it a go.
1: Certainly easier than. Just, it would just be for fun, Rich. Normal times, just yeah. Just for yeah, giggles,
0: yeah. I mean, When are we going to have this opportunity again? It's quite well, remarkable.
1: I, I did see a report saying that, uh, again, a, a journalist was mentioning about the new way of commuting in is, is not is not good for her. She didn't like it at all because the cyclists don't really know what they're doing because there's a lot of people who bought new bikes and they're all cycling in and oh don't yeah. seem to know everything. But I would say there's a lot of the experienced commuter cyclists who cycle like they think they're in the Tour de France or Tour de France. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're trying to shave there's uh, seconds off. That's just childish. Yeah, there's some I've seen where I just going recklessly f- way too fast and this is on shared footpaths with pedestrians yeah. and all you need is one pedestrian to stop or take a, a different uh, turn which they mm. often do and
0: kaboosh! Uh, they move in a mysterious way, as I've yeah. said many, many yeah. times.
1: Well, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, there was the, often the uh, running jokes with uh, people walking in London, central London, that the commuter people who were walking and they know exactly where they're going and what speed. Yep. And it's now and again you come across people who just seem to be meandering and wandering and yep. stopping and Changing direction. and Coming back suddenly. the way they came from <laughs> yes. and, and then changing again and going back yep. the other way. But uh, yes, yeah, so there's lots of things as the easing is happening. That uh, the the big shock to me is how much traffic is on the roads here in the suburbs. And yeah. um, you know, I won't go into the details of the choice language some drivers it use. Did,
0: yeah, it did go uh, really quiet, didn't it, to begin with? But, uh, it just gradually picked up. It actually, didn't wasn't all that gradual? I think it, was no, it after just after the first few weeks of lockdown. It just suddenly happened. If people occurred to people; they're not going to get, comp- they won't get infected in their car. So,
1: I think yeah, like as soon as Boris said, you know, don't use public transport, use your cars, he in- actively encouraged people to use cars. That was like the green light, <laughs> pun intended. Mm. Everybody got straight into their cars, and all of a sudden they're just everywhere, yeah. everywhere. Going so, to get
0: uh, coffees and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, you get in your car and drive for a coffee, yeah. and then drive back home. I um, know, I know. Yeah, yeah. But see, the Sane, good news you know, is, in terms minutes. of the easing, because we went to our weekly shop last night, is there yes. was
0: no queue. No. Yay! No, and, and pasta on sale.
1: Pasta on sale, <laughs> and there is lots of flour on the shelves. <laughs> we you know. didn't even, don't even need any of We don't, any. don't need the flour. <laughs> but we got our trifle on Bargain oh Basement, a yeah. whole trifle, which we've been slowly tucking yeah. through. £1.25. Eyes, eyes
0: are bulging this evening. Yes, yes.
1: But uh, but in terms of our culinary skills, I mean, I've now learnt and uh, started doing lasagna. And uh, I know that you were doing the tuna pasta bakes. I've now done the tuna pasta bake as well. No, I can and knock off the crumble without uh, even thinking uh, about crumble it. Crumble and different flavoured crumbles <laughs> as well. You know, we've become proper cordon blues here. And uh, here in East London. So maybe we should start our own cooking channel, what do you reckon, eh? And call it Bosh. I know, someone's already done that. I don't know. But they're vegans. We can just do whatever we eat. We eat vegetarian food. We eat non-vegetarian food. We eat whatever we want, don't we? We do.
0: We do. And we eat well.
1: Yes. But tomorrow I'm looking forward to... um, I'm hopefully going to try a bit of... um, I I don't want to tempt fate, but there's there's an event hopefully happening in in August. But uh, I need to swim um, in the event and I've not been swimming (laughs) since October, beginning of October last year was the last time I ever had a swim. And now it's middle of July. So I've not swam for nearly nine months. That's a long time not swimming. So to swim, isn't uh, it? I don't know if my arms will fall off tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm going to give <laughs> it a go. I'm going to turn up at um, Victoria Docks and have a bit of an open water swim. I'll get my wetsuit out and have a bit of an open water swim, and hopefully my arms won't drop off. And um, yeah, just t- just to try something different. I mean, I'm really enjoying the uh, walking and the running and the cycling. And obviously, the turbo trainer on the indoor, although it's too hot now. I mean, I'll, I'll the last week, you know, without getting into too much detail, I think I s- was sweating more than I could drink at any point. Yeah. And it was only like an hour or an hour 15. But the saddle would be dripping. Oh. In you s- paint such wet. a lovely I picture, know, Danny. We, we need so to know uh, this. We need to know so this.
0: Let's go back to the food for a moment because I just thought of something. Go on. Um, there's the food for thought there is the yeah food for thought there's <laughs> the wonderful 50% offer that our government have brought in for August oh yeah uh, Mondays to Wednesdays and you don't need to do anything except turn up because your eat exactly your, res- your restaurant will register and they will automatically take the 50% off up to £10 each on non-alcoholic so food and non-alcoholic drinks now the the reason i have wanted to mention this in particular is that we have a restaurant that we particularly like to support yep, uh, yep. where we live and uh, you may have the same. So this is a chance to give them a big leg up in August. You've got uh, quite a few days. I think it's about nine. No, more than that. Uh, twelve. About twelve days in August. Yep, twelve or thirteen it days. Four weeks, three days. If <laughs> <laughs> you fancy going out Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. And... um yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, we just uh keep talking, KTV keep just talking. Decided to join in. Uh so, yeah, um support your local restaurant because no s- there are some great restaurants around and they deserve your support. And it's very very difficult for them.
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: How, um yeah, so we're going to be supporting a local curry house. And, yes uh, you can you can do something similar for a restaurant you're happy with, and it as far as I know, it's all day Monday Tuesday, Wednesday, and as many times as you like so if you if you fancy a breakfast um and go out in the evening on the same day, I believe you can do that
1: yeah, just check that the uh the establishment is registered yeah uh, so you could ask them before you go in or order or give them a call. And uh, as uh, Larry said, it it is automatic, and they won't be out of pocket. It's the uh, UK government will pay the remaining fifty percent of the bill, so they still get the full uh, revenue of the meal that you're ordering. Yeah, I mean,
0: you know, anyway, you're going to pay for this in the end through taxation, so you might (laughs) as well take (laughs) advantage of it.
1: Oh yes, that'll be one for another podcast. (laughs) The new taxation laws. Yes. Yes. No. Good one, Larry. Well, well done. Food for thought on that one is yep, uh, well. That's top tip. Top tip. And imminent for those of you in the UK. So we're back. Yes. Did you enjoy that, Larry?
0: I did. I did. I feel I, I feel revved up now to do do uh, another one next week.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, we are we are changing this to a weekly format, um, rather than every day. And whilst <coughs> we haven't touched on it, we can sort of finish on because we'd stopped
0: the last one and ended season one because of your um, injury. Yeah, my uh, acute sciatica. Uh, it's, it's not, it's, it's no laughing matter. I have to tell you guys. Uh, what I will say though is uh, uh, the treatment in this country is fantastic. Listen to your doctors, listen to your physios, and you'll be all right. Six or eight weeks, and you'll 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 be better. You are up and about or now. You at least you'll be, you know. Uh, far far better than yeah. you were when you yeah. got sciatica. Yeah,
1: cuz you were you <laughs> were you were in a lot of pain. You were totally bedridden and it uh, wasn't much, good yeah. at all. It wasn't. No, good it was at very all. serious for a couple Take of days. Taking lots yeah. of drugs yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah. So that's why we had to stop that daily podcast and we thought wait till you're fully recovered and now it's an opportune time being recovered and easing of the lockdown that here we are with the Danny and Larry show with the new normal. Thank you all so much for listening and we look forward to Seeing you, hearing you, speaking with you next week. bye bye Goodbye. ta